passion is what makes homo sapiens different from others you become happy you cheer you cry you become angry and that is what brings the best of human capabilities and sports is one arena which has been doing it from ages tech seems a very natural uh, evolution of sports so we have seen tech changing sports rapidly in some sectors like wearables but fan engagement uh, leagues streaming there's huge opportunity in that This is the Sports Tech All-Stars podcast, showcasing outstanding startups and initiatives in the global sports tech ecosystem. From Sports Tech X, the leading source for data and insights about sports tech. Here is your host, Ron Malhotra. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Sports Tech All-Stars podcast. I'm finishing our series of Sports Tech in the Middle East. But today I'm going there via a nice little detour to India, my home country, and there's a reason for this. Uh, we've been talking about a lot of new sports tech funds that keep emerging on the space, and one such name that I have mentioned a few times is Dawan, Dawan Sports Investments, Dawan Sports Fund, which is by the cricketer Shikhar Dhawan. And I've got on the show today Abhinav Tandon, the global spokesperson and one of the founding team of Dawan Sports. Welcome to the show, Abhinav. Thank you, thank you, Rohan. and it's uh, very good to be last in something my name starts with a so i was always supposed to submit the homework first uh, thank you for uh, getting us here it's a pleasure sports tech x is our uh, go to playbook for reading everything about sports tech uh, my name is abhinav tandon you can call me at which has now become my weight also so easy to remember and uh, i'm one of the founding team members and global spokesperson it's a celeb led front so idea is to become a ambassador for brand ambassadors we've got sporting celebs from across the world coming in for this very nice and noble and innovative initiative so my job is to just speak about the fun everywhere attract the best of talent and uh, execute our thesis which is to invest in innovative sports tech companies business of sports across the globe so happy to be here with you Ladies and gentlemen, I think you might have to get yourself for that episode because not only does it seem like we have an eloquent speaker, but we also have a comedian in the house. So yeah, let's let's give Abhinav some time to crack more of those eighty jokes. Um, but before we get there, I also want to establish the connection to the Middle East and why a part of this series is because the fund is also rooted in Abu Dhabi. Is that not right, Abhinav? You made your announcement there, and I believe your. Uh, let me ask you the question: What is the connection to Abu Dhabi? Let you give us the answer. Sure. Uh, so, Rohan, uh, when we were thinking of establishing a fund, maybe I'll tell you a little bit about the genesis of fund. Also, that will help you understand why did we choose Abu Dhabi and uh, not India, where we started with, or not Europe or Americas. Uh, this goes last year, and uh, in fact, a bit be- before last year. So, a couple of people came to Shikhar and. Uh, wanted to establish businesses so we have our group ceo amitesh and rajiv who discussed with shikhar in doing something around sports but beyond playing and that's where they were figuring out uh, businesses and that's when we also met shikhar bhai and uh, we asked him what does he want to do so he said he wants to keep playing but wants to give back to the game as well and uh, 
but when you want to start some business with someone you want to understand the psyche and there was a very uh, interesting thing he said uh, i asked him what is your philosophy in life and uh, he said i believe in thriving not surviving i want to do whatever i want to do in a big way uh, that's where we thought that we will establish a fund which will be center around sports nutrition etc but will be global in nature as we progressed we zeroed down on sports tech as our niche so that we can go deep and also benefit from the usps that we have but if we have to do something we wanted to have global as our play field uh, you would have seen in india a lot of startups have been coming up in last decade and we always define tam as 3 trillion dollar but we've been moving around uh, and we feel that tam actually should be around 90 trillion plus the world is your playground and the beauty about tech is if it is solving a problem it can solve across geographies so we were very clear we want to do something global now where do we headquarter usually the tech companies from india move towards east which is singapore but uh, there were a lot of good tailwinds coming from middle east uh, you had fifa world cup announced middle east is flush with money we were a little early in establishing that one of the reasons is i used to handle google's business in middle east so i'd seen the appreciation of technology in middle east the hunger for innovation and they had announced that one of the 10 pillars for gcc would be sports so they're flush with money there's a lot of focus on sports with global sporting events coming in and uh, dubai and abu dhabi are actually very good connectivity wise in 6 hours you can be anywhere in the world so we were thinking of uae uh, why abu dhabi abu dhabi literally is capital of capitals so if you want to have glamour you can go to dubai but if you really have want to have strong fundamentals around financial capital markets abu dhabi is a very strong play when we went there we received a very warm welcome uh, there are a lot of funds billion dollar funds which are registered in abu dhabi but they also understood the significance of tech intersecting with sports and somebody coming in and setting shop there so it was partly with abu dhabi's openness in terms of having such businesses their incentivization and push to sports tech and of course our outlook to be global and abu dhabi seemed to be placed for that Abhinav, I have to give you huge credit for beautifully summarizing exactly why we are doing this series as well. Why Sports Tech X is taking a look at Sports Tech in the Middle East for all the reasons that you outlined. That the region across has had is clearly taking sports increasingly seriously. They are flush with capital. That means they will, when they make investments, they want to make big investments. They want to make big statements, um, and therefore we expect to see a glut of not just capital but interesting tech and. The, Uh, focus on innovation all these topics we look to see a very interesting period uh, uh, around the region we've had one world cup there already it's possible that we could have another f- uh, football world cup there in 7 years time saudi arabia egypt and uh, and i believe greece or bahrain might be the third country are bidding for the next one so this region is taking this uh, sports and sports technology very seriously so great to see another uh, another platform like cricket uh make it to the middle east a quick one on uh, any of our european or american audience who are unfamiliar with shikhar dhawan um <laughs> come on guys I'll, i'll give you a quick catch up he is an absolute belter flasher of an indian cricketer shot of fame um came through the ranks i think in those 2004 in the under 19 world cup um 
where he was already a star, has broken out to become a major, major star of Indian cricket. He's currently a captain of an IPL team, the Punjab Kings, and has, let me pull out some stats here, and has played for India over 200 times across tests and ODIs and T20s, over 200 IPL appearances. The, the, the man is a, is a flash star and, and is known for an iconic celebration when he takes a catch in the outfield. His, uh, yeah, his, a slap of the thigh and a point to the sky. That's how Shukar Dhawan loves to do it with a bit of panache, with a bit of style. Which, by the way, is exactly how AT is dressed. So if you're only listening to the audio version of this podcast, tune into the video, which will be out in a short while as well. All right, Abhidab. Um, so we've set the context pretty well, I think. We've understood what you guys are doing in Abu Dhabi. We've got a little bit more information about Shikhar. Now tell us about the fund. What um, you, you spoke about the genesis, but what does the fund hope to achieve? And also, where are you in the life cycle of the fund? How how far along have you set it up? And when do you look to to be deploying capital and such? Sure, thanks, Rohan. Uh, it's a good segue on uh, how, the story, how it moved forward. So we yeah. uh, did go to Abu Dhabi, but we also evaluated Middle East beyond Middle East which is Europe, which is Americas, and Singapore also. Uh, like I mentioned before, uh, Abu Dhabi gave us a very warm welcome. And when you see uh, the special focus on sports, tech, and fun combining in a region, it becomes easier to give that uh, decision. Abu Dhabi holds world's uh, one of the biggest financial shows. They have around $16 trillion worth of AUM under one roof in November. They call it Abu Dhabi Finance Week, which is held at Abu Dhabi uh, ADGM, Abu Dhabi Global Markets, which is a specialized zone. Now, we were pursued by them and we were told to make an announcement of launch in that event for obvious reasons. You have everyone who's who of the world attending there. So our idea was to establish the fund in 2023 because we also wanted to have teams across the world, which I'll come to, and also get the right side uh, set of thesis in grain and what we are trying to do. So we zero down from health, nutrition, and sports to sports tech. And we also uh, were very clear our deployments and our raise would be from across the world. But Abu Dhabi said that whatever capital you need, you should come here. And the kind of scale that they think, they said, what is your dream and aim? And our aim is to get into business of sports. We want to impact how sports actually is played. And that's where Abu Dhabi became a very, very... Uh, obvious choice. We were told that we should aim for fund two and fund three. And unless we think about a billion dollar fund, getting into business or sports would be uh, difficult. Uh, that's where we also pulled up our socks and we said, yes, the capital is available. Let's also see, uh, see how the market response is. So we went to multiple markets and we identified tech has disrupted a lot of sectors. You have hundreds and billions of dollars flowing in edtech, in health tech. Sports, which is a very interesting facet of culture, has not seen tech to the degree that it should. So our idea of investing into tech changing culture, sports being underplayed till now, we use Sportech market reports only, and I think uh, less than $15 billion flowed into this. Now it's a huge number compared to 10 years back when sports was not looked at as a career avenue, but the sky is the limit. What does tech do? We've been part of multiple tech businesses. It simplifies, it innovates the experience, and it scales very rapid. 
Now, here you have something like sports, which evokes passion. And passion is what makes Homo sapiens different from others. You become happy, you cheer, you cry, you become angry, and that is what brings the best of human capabilities. And sports is one arena which has been doing it from ages. Tech seems a very natural uh, evolution of sports. So we have seen tech changing sports rapidly in some sectors like variables, but fan engagement, uh, leagues, streaming, there's huge opportunity in that. So that's where we thought we will focus only on sports tech. That's the one difference we made last year. We'll go very deep. And wherever we see technologies shaping the culture of sports, we will go deep into that. Second, we made our announcement on 14th of November that we are launching this platform. And what essentially this platform is, it's a global sports tech focused funds, which will have unique mix of backers. The first category of backers is celebrity athletes across sports. So Shikhar is uh, the founding member. He is the brain behind it, the inspiration behind it. He's a phenomenal cricketer. And cricketer, by the way, is reaching Americas also. We've been engaging with NBA and NFL players. We have uh, Lee coming in cricket in this year in Americas as well. And somehow it has seen a lot of attraction. IPL in less than 15 years has become second richest league in the world. These are sectors where we never thought India would become number one or number two. We have already have become. And we have just touched a very high volume, low paying capacity market. Just imagine when it reaches GCC, it already has, or the America. So the ticket size is bigger. Second, we will have celebrity representation from basketball, from football, from baseball, and from some other Olympic sports as well. We aim to have representation of our backers from across six continents. We already have Shikhar Bhai representing India or Asia. We are almost in finalization stage with somebody from Africa and Americas and Europe. So you will have celebrity backers who allow you instant brand recognition. Then we have LPs who are owners of uh, leagues, some stadiums, some teams. Now, one gap that we were seeing in tech market, you could be very good with tech, but you don't have a good go-to market or you take long time for go-to market or your product market fit does not happen correctly because you did not have access to the right kind of consumers. So you have celebrities which know the sport in and out and give you instant uh, virality or brand recognition. You have actual businessmen who've been running these sports who identify the market potential so you could be running very fast, but if you're running in wrong direction, it doesn't make sense. So having the business, sports, and technology combination became very vital. And that's how we have structured our team. We have, at the cost of repeating, good brand ambassadors from across views in sports, good business of sports owners, legends in their own field, and very good technology evangelists who've been evaluating technologies across sectors to see what is the longevity of their technology also, what's their mode. So this combination has come through. As we speak, uh, the fund registration is in place in Abu Dhabi. Our team has expanded. We have people from GCC, Europe, Asia. Shortly, we should have somebody from United States as well. And uh, we are starting with our LP Roadshow, 
from next month. So uh, we will have around 15-20% maximum capital coming from India. So we'll be doing two to three roadshows in India, which will be in conjunction with IPL matches. We start with uh, Kolkata, Delhi and Ahmedabad. That's it. Then we do our LP roadshow in Middle East and Singapore and eventually in Europe. So that's where we are. Uh, we're getting a lot of deal flow. Uh, somewhere, we, uh, the fund size is small. It's a $75 million fund one, but we're punching above weight. We're getting a lot of interesting deals. So we are doing those deal warehousing and should be deploying uh, by the end of Q2. Well, you've put together a powerful mix. It sounds like it's a nice little recipe for a successful fund. And the other thing that you mentioned right at the end, I'm sure because of your announcement in November, a bunch of startups are super excited and trying to get in touch. I'm sure a lot of guys, especially from the cricket market in India, wanted to reach out to Shikhar and, and get him on board as an investor. But that will take some more time. You said maybe Q3, pushing into Q4 of this year. Um, in the meantime, your focus today is to identify LPs and do your roadshows. In the meantime, I would also assume that you're looking to find good partners that you can work with across leagues and federations and and, uh, and people who can give access to these communities in different parts of the world. So maybe that's the call out uh, on this episode. It's not so much to the startups. They'll reach out, of course. I'm sure they will. Uh, but also to potential partners for that one as it expands internationally. The last one I want to address is the idea of the celebrity or athlete-backed fund. Uh, this is a trend that we're seeing across sports. We've been talking about it for the last couple of years. We have seen uh, more such either syndicates or funds, depending on how they're structured, uh, appear in the market, which I think is a super positive trend. Uh, and the fact that you're taking it global as well is, is uh, yeah, it's a really good mix. It all sounds sounds like a nice little pot of curry that I would love to smash into. Um, uh, uh, moving on from, uh, let's say, the origin story and, and where you are now, to talk a little bit about the startups. I know you said that the deployment will happen uh, later in the year, but what kind of funds, uh, oh, sorry, what kind of uh, companies are you looking for? What stage of company? Uh, is there any sort of geographical focus? Tell us about that a bit. Sure, Rohit. Uh, like I said, uh, the deployment will start uh, the way we say it is Q2 in India, which actually is around yeah. September-ish. We have uh, April to March, but for Jan to it would be Q3. Now, We've been getting a lot of deal flows. Uh, one reason for that is we've been active in startup ecosystem. And second is Abu Dhabi actually made the noise across the world. We're getting more deal flows from outside India than within India. Oh, so okay. somewhere in India, they knew that, you know, we'll start everything around IPL time. And that's very interesting. If you look at the kind of emergence of technology that is coming, it's amazing. There are a lot of people backing sports, like you mentioned, in form of syndicates. But we were very clear we wanted to have a very professional and long-run fund. The idea is to scale it up to a billion dollars and do it very, very fast. The problem of capital is solved by Middle East. We have all the biggies coming in only in Middle East. Saudi, like you mentioned, is not only looking at the sports uh, FIFA World Cup, but also Winter Olympics, so snow in desert. And uh, plan experiences. Now, we've been talking to people. And while the deployment of money starts in September, we are going ahead with uh, our letter of intents and term sheets. And while we wanted to do business of sports and fun too, we realized the combination of celeb technology and market access to league owners 
is unprecedented. So that's something which differentiates this fund, which is the color of money. We obviously want to make huge returns for our LPs, but we want to go a little deeper. So a sports tech company that comes to us from US is not only coming to us for money. They have the likes of Google capital chasing them. What they want is market access. And that's the unique thing about this fund, that if you want to enter Asia or Middle East and shortly uh, Europe and Americas also, we've got very, very good play. If you have a good technology and good product market fit, I think capital wouldn't be a problem. It would be go-to-market fit and the speed and agility with which you do. So that's one advantage. We uh, intend to invest in seed and up to Serie A. The check size uh, earlier was defined from half a million dollar to two million, but it has gone to up to five million. The reason for that is a lot of leagues are coming to us. And they know the deployment is a bit high, but they want us on their cap table. So that's very heartening. A uh, lot of around two years of hard work went into it and it seemed to be moving in the right direction. If you have capital and an IP, you want access to markets. If you have access to markets, you want the solutions. And that's where Darwin Global Ventures fits in. Uh, we have some leagues which are very interested and we are evaluating them. So our thesis is around sports tech only. What we look for is somebody who's blood group is, as we say, sports positive. So they should know the domain they are in. That will ensure the longevity and also the product market fit and the TAM. I was listening to one of your podcasts only and that actually uh, synergizes with what we feel. We want to invest into scaling up sports tech, but the TAM should be large enough that if God comes down and blesses the startup and they capture uh, 50-60% of the market, the market should be large enough for everyone's effort yeah. to succeed. That's what we intend to do. The sectors that we look into, technologies that disrupt traditional sports, we are very buoyant on esports, streaming and leaks around that. Fan engagement, gaming. We also look at Web3, but from a very different perspective. So NFT standalone is not of interest for us probably, unless you have a new USP. But NFT to improve fan engagement is of interest to us. So that's what we look into. The uh, usual uh, variables, data analytics, those things are also in place. But we're looking at very good founders, very good product market fit, and a global tab. Essentially, we will bet to take a sports analogy on the jockey, not on the horse. So it boils down to the founder pedigree. But uh, we either, if we found founders to be good, we'll help them with the TAM and PMF. Or if they have figured that out, then we add to the team with our league of ecosystem to help them with their idea. Stay up to date with all things sports tech and sign up for our newsletter. You'll get a monthly breakdown of the most important developments in the global sports tech ecosystem, paired with exclusive interviews with industry leaders. Get all of this and more delivered directly to your inbox. Sign up today at sportstechx.com. So, ladies and gentlemen, we've got not only a, a dapper man, if you're watching the video, we had a comedian at the start, and we've got a Bawaji slash Guruji 
if you get that analogy. I bet on the jockey, not the horse. I'm going to use that line, I promise you. But excellent takeaways. Uh, again, superbly summarized. I mean, I have to give you props for that. Uh, so early stage, going up to pre-series uh, or Series A, um, with a focus on, uh, you spoke about uh, gaming and esports, uh, with fan engagement, a bit of Web3, and of course, all the other sectors will be of interest to you. And especially, focus on great founders who are looking at doing big things in big markets. So, um, I would, in a way, say not particularly unique. A lot of funds will say the same things, but that is the core recipe for success. So as long as you can stick to it, I'm sure you guys will do well. Let's, start, let's take a, a left turn here a little bit. I want to address the challenges that you face, because especially a fund coming out of India, setting up in the Middle East, in a market that's a bit up and down. Uh, we've talked about this, as you said, you've heard some of the other episodes in the investor series, that the startups are facing a challenge uh, to find uh, liquidity in the market. Has it been a big challenge for you as well, either on the LP side or even on the startup side? Do you find, how, how, does, how does a startup approach this, let's say, state of flux in the market? Uh, if you read my bio in some other platforms, I call myself the luckiest man ever. I'm a six-time death survivor. Somewhere in our fund journey, we've been very, very lucky and blessed. Uh, the germination of this idea started during the COVID period. So we were going very fast pre-COVID in various businesses and COVID actually stopped us. But actually, it became a opportunity in distress. Like in India, our prime minister says, which actually means when you have a problem, you convert it into opportunity. And we've been working with celebrities and startups and we were thinking what to do next. And we were literally manifesting to go global. So one of the founding partners is Mohammed Sirajuddin. He's like a younger brother and my partner in almost all businesses. His story and my actual brother's story has been similar. Almost uh, more than a decade back, they jumped their studies, and got into sports. At that time, everyone in India, parents used to say that if you study, you become a prince. And if you go into sports, you get spoiled. Cut to today, sports actually, the gamers in India are earning millions of dollars. Gamers across the world have actually created an IP and a cult and a community around them. So we have seen this journey. And Siraj actually wanted to inculcate his experience of sports with future. And future usually is driven by technology. We wanted to combine this. Just so happened that, you know, they met Shikhar and Shikhar was very, very open to this idea. Very humble guy. He wants to do everything right. So we will invest in fantasy sports. But we will not invest in betting. So, we want to invest in scalable uh, things and things just happened on its own. We thought we'll go to GCC, we will take some time, but we got fantastic reception and ADGM guys, the chairman itself, turned out to be a big sports aficionado. Now, here you're going to meet a chairman who's managing billions of dollars and so on wealth, thinking you'll speak for four or five minutes because he's holding his uh, biggest event but we end up speaking for 90 minutes. And that's what sports does. Sports brings out the best of human capabilities. So more and more that we moved forward in this journey, it reinforced that we, when we had to pick the uh, intersection of culture and technology, sports seemed to be the right part of culture. So just like music is universal, 
sport actually is universal so we had a plan we wanted to go ahead with that and we've been very very lucky we got all the right partners attracted to us we got uh, teams on the financial side which are managing billion dollar plus aum already so for a 75 million dollar fund a billion dollar aum management team is a bit on the higher side but it also helps us to move to fund 2 fund 3 much faster we never thought we will attract leagues in the fund 1 they coming to us so everything has been fantastic uh, the challenges of travel etc have been there it's a global fund but uh, it's been very very exciting and very very fast for us yeah sound like uh, sounds like fairly smooth sailing so far i guess there'll be more challenges to come but you'll have ridden already the challenges uh, presented by let's say the global climate and the pandemic and such all right abinav uh, we're nearing the end so looking forward what is the next 6 12 18 months look like look like obviously you guys want to uh, close your fund that'll be priority number 1 and then deploying capital uh, but apart from that anything interesting that you'd like to share oh so for us is 369 it's lp roadshow beginning of me in various geographies in asia and africa and maybe europe then deployment the uh, valuation evaluation for deployments will happen in next 3 months as well uh mm-hmm. we should be closing our fund in around 6 to 9 months and deploying now just like most of the sports are team sports we are also driven by the uh, philosophy of partnerships we will be doing around uh, 70% to 80% of our deals in a co-invest mode so there are a lot of funds or fund of funds who have capital they are interested in sports they want to invest but with us they get a partner who is a little more nuanced and a little more deep in this vertical so those collaborations are something that we would be announcing as we move ahead and uh, you will hear a lot of celebrities coming in in our road show all right i look forward to seeing those and maybe coming to some of these celebrity parties as well why not we have to find a find a way to get in there absolutely and uh, you will find a lot of sports tech uh, startups also over there ultimately right. the business of sports is what we want to empower these are the levers or pillars which enable a faster scaling up but uh, we hope to make a lot of interesting announcements the kind of deals uh, that we are getting i think you will like it and you will have to create a special podcast series maybe maybe abhinav man man of big ambitions i, I like that uh, yeah i'm sure i'm sure you guys will keep reappearing in our content regularly uh, either with deal news or with various announcements so i look forward to that all right abhinav that has been an absolute pleasure chatting uh, if somebody wants to reach out to you can you share your coordinates what's the best way to get in touch linkedin your email uh, email is best uh, because uh, phone actually we've been traveling around it's very simple it's a a for apple t for trillion at at davanglobal.vc uh, probably wherever you posted we'll put it there also we have actually increased our team to evaluate startups so very very happy to talk to startups 24/7 365 if you are someone who is doing anything which is interesting and innovative in sports tech across the world just hit us up and we would love to get in touch Super. So startups, and of course, like I mentioned earlier, I'm sure partners, whether you're another fund, a league, a federation, an innovation player in the segment, uh, a trillion apples. That's the way to remember uh, the email. All right. Um, 
Yeah. Eli, it's been an absolute pleasure. My last question before I, uh, before I let you go is my favorite one to ask. Uh, as I always say, we are sports fans first, which is why we choose to work in this amazing, interesting space. What has been your favorite sporting moment? Uh, that's a tough one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's why I love asking it. Maybe we'll double down, just like we want to double down on everything. I'll give you two at the price of one. Okay. See, for uh, people of my generation who are 20 years old, two times over, one of the defining moments have been UV Paji's six sixes. I think it Oof. was September 2007. And yep. uh, that's a very, very good example of how when you get into a pressure situation, how do you adapt? That's true for startups and sports tech also, that you're feeling the pressure of global meltdowns. How do you react? Now, here is a young blood Indian cricketer who has a tiff with a baller. And we are at the fag end of the match closing. And you could have probably just uh, burst under the emotions and got out. But he hit six sixes in six balls, unheard of. Total domination. That's something that we really, really got inspired by. They beat England, who actually uh, discovered the sport at that one. In a World Cup. In not, a World Cup. In a, this is just for context, if anybody, again, the European-American audience who might not be familiar with this, in, this, this is an iconic moment in sports history, in Indian sports history, certainly. Uh, this is, as a batsman, I guess the it's like the best version of a hat-trick that you can get, but maybe into 10 or uh, into 6, perhaps. Uh, it's hitting the ball out of the ground six times in a row of a bowler continuously. And Yuvraj managed to do it, like I said, on the biggest stage, 2007 T20 World Cup, the first uh, edition of it. And he just absolutely hammered Stuart Broad. I love that you brought that back. You, you're right. It was a pressure situation. India had lost yeah. early matches. It was yeah. the 18th over or 19th over, as you say, and something can go wrong. And maybe you will hit two sixes or three sixes and you will uh, your hunger will die down. You have taken your revenge. That actually is symbolic of the ambition. One, two, three doesn't suffice. You have to go all the way. Total domination. Yeah. And maybe then we eventually won the World Cup. But that was a moment where you had uh, a sportsman showcasing total domination after a long time. Yeah. That's one. And that's uh, from my early years. Recently, we saw another uh, thing that has stuck in my mind. Uh, Maybe I'm a bit biased towards Shikhar now that we spend a lot of time. But if you look at IPL second match, Punjab Kings 11, where Shikhar is captain versus Rajasthan Royal. Now, Shikhar essentially has been shifting his roles. Earlier, he was a squash muggling, fast hitter, MVP yeah. multiple times. But in recent years, he became the anchor as he matured. So you can depend on Shikhar. He literally started getting called Mr. Dependable. Others will hit and get out, but Shikhar would be there till the end. Now, when you come to IPL and new phase of sports, you have to hit very hard. And that's the role he played. Traditionally, the way he plays, he just changed the game. He was hitting behind his head. We call it switch heads. You don't mm -hmm. see any senior batsman playing this across the innings. But he made a half century across the inning. He was hit it all across the ground. Now, this is reinvention, adapting to markets. That's the part of it that uh, when you see the market changing, you adapt to your advantage. You had the strength, you had the stroke play, just changed the game in your favor. So that's another one from recent memory. 
And like an excellent storyteller, Abhinav has brought it all home. He's brought the incident back to Shikhar. He's given us some life lessons and, uh, and left us in a good spot. Abhinav, it has been an absolute pleasure. Kudos to you for telling your story so well and, uh, about the fund, about yourself. I have to, I mean, we run out of time pretty much, but did you say you had a near-death experience six times? I can't, I can't move away from that so quickly. Is that, is that true? Is that a story for later? No, uh, that's an absolutely true incident. I would love to know that sometime. But I think when I say we did not face any challenge, we did face. It's just that when you're blessed with this life, you try to maximize the opportunity or the obstacles. That's the outlook towards life. And that's uh, another story for people to tune into the next podcast. Maybe, maybe we'll have to bring you back and move forward. That is clearly the approach that has worked for you. And hopefully it'll work for Dawan Fund. Move forward and pay forward. Give it back to uh, the Another, another little pearl of wisdom from Abhinav. He is smashing these out of the park like Yuvraj did right. all those years ago. Abhinav, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, mate. Uh, and looking forward to making an impact together. Thank you so much. Absolutely. All right, guys, that is a wrap for another episode and the end of our series in the Middle East. We're going to take a break from our, uh, we were supposed to do a generative AI uh, for the month, uh, theme for the month of May, but we have so much content coming out, especially our report, which probably by the time this episode is dropped will be released or maybe it'll follow a couple of days after is our next global sports tech ecosystem report. Lots of interesting players such as uh, that one, which will be presented uh, uh, alongside a host of investors accelerators, initiatives, and trends, so on. All the good stuff that you're used to from Sports Tech X. Watch out for that. I think that'll be out either Tuesday or Wednesday uh, of next week, so early May. All right, until then, stay tuned. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Sports Tech All-Stars podcast with Roan Maholtra. If you like our show, let us know and leave a review. And if you want to know more about us, check out sportstechx.com where you can find our latest industry reports and updates. For a deeper dive into all things sports tech, check out our comprehensive database, SportsTechDB, at sportstechdb.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find us at SportsTechX on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Join us next time for another insightful conversation with a leader in sports tech.